Big Blue Brothers podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, joined alongside by my brother, Stephen. Stephen, how you doing? Doing wonderful, Andrew. How you doing? I'm doing great. It is beautiful here in Utah. It's like 60 degrees today. It's fantastic. It's nice. It was like 53 here, but it was 70 yesterday. Well, it, it's it's 60 now, but Sarah told me earlier today that it's supposed to snow again this weekend. I don't know how that's possible, and that's very frustrating. It's March. We should be done, but yeah, it happens every year, I guess. Yeah, screw that. You know, it's supposed to be 70 this weekend here and then get rainy. Oh, my gosh. You know, we had Sarah had a conversation with one of our coworkers the other day, and Sarah was saying something to the effect of like, yeah, I'm so happy that, um, you know, winter's about to go away because I get a little depressed in winter. It's just all dreary outside, and it's cold and whatever else. And our coworker said that she's the opposite way that she gets depressed when summer comes around because she just loves to ski all the time. And then skiing is gone and she doesn't know what to do. I had never heard of that before in my life that you could be depressed yeah, because weird. summer was coming around. That's weird. It's odd. It's very strange. She's wonderful. Our coworker is, but, uh, but that's an odd take. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't agree with that take at all. No. I have a question for you, uh, since we're both, uh, you know, listeners of, I guess, probably the second best Kentucky uh, podcast about, you know, basketball and football, which is uh, Kentucky Sports Radio. Um, obviously, the Big Blue Brothers being the best. But uh, I, I was wondering, I was listening to part of their show today, and they were talking about how they like uh, their steak and how they thought Kirk Herbstreet was crazy because he likes his well done. And Ryan Lemon is nuts because he puts like ranch and honey mustard and whatever on his steak. I was wondering, how do you take your steak, Stephen? Uh, medium to medium well. And I do like A1 sauce. There you go. I used to, I don't eat steak very often, to be honest with you, because I don't grill it and I don't go to steakhouses extremely often. Uh, but yeah, I like, like medium or medium rare. It's nice. Yeah. No A1 sauce. I like though. it. I love steak. I actually just cook some tonight for the weekend. Nice. You know, prepping. I should do that. That's smart. Mm-hmm. You're smarter than me. That's obvious. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Cats. We had a couple of games since the last time that we talked. Uh, Kentucky lost down in Fayetteville, playing against Arkansas uh, last Saturday, 75-73. to And then we beat Ole Miss to wrap up a perfect home record this season uh, for senior night for two they kept calling them actual seniors, but I mean, they were still only here for one and two years, uh, but actual very old seniors uh, that we were able to get a win for. I guess let's start with Arkansas. We lost the game and really kind of gave it away there at the end. I know uh, Keon Brooks is not your favorite player, and you were quite frustrated if your uh, texts had anything to do with your feelings uh, towards the end of that game uh, about Keon. What what were your thoughts on this uh, Arkansas game where it could have uh, – helped us to secure maybe a two seed in the SEC tournament, whereas now it looks like we're going to be a three. Uh, I mean, it was Keon being Keon Brooks. I think if you, if you go down to like, if you, you talk about the five plays of the game that like cost us or were huge plays, he was the one involved with all of them. It's the trying to throw a hard post pass to Shibwe when he's out the post and Keon was up top that he hit the backboard on. The rebound that he had when we were up, when we were up five, I think maybe, um, had the rebound. He was soft. Let somebody take it from him. They complained. They hit a wide open three. The 
offensive foul that was an offensive foul and should be called. He completely extended his arms. I mean, I know there's a little bit of pushing that goes on that play normally, but he completely pushed both arms straight. And then the three with 20 seconds left on the shot clock when you're down three or whatever with five minutes, like with under a minute to go, it just – it's just he he has he has no basketball IQ. He is not one that can he's good at just catch and shoot, catch and shoot. That's all he can do. He he can't thinking is not his strong suit when it comes to the game of basketball. Well, and it seems like it really is when maybe something isn't happening that he feels like it's his time to take over. Oh um, yeah. I really didn't understand. Like I was listening to the end of the game on the radio because I'd helping somebody move furniture into their house. But at I was listening uh, towards the end of the game and just I, I thought that Tom Leach had misspoken whenever he said that we were down three and we took a three with 20 seconds left on the shot clock. And it was Keon Brooks that was taking the three. I thought there's no way that that's the shot that we like. Maybe if something went wrong and there's no time left on the shot clock and Keon has the ball in his hands and he's the one shooting. And I guess he can hit a three, but like uh, that's, that frustrated me <laughs> immensely yeah. that, that he and it wasn't even an in the rhythm. Three. He kind of like caught it and sat there for a second and then shot it. It was not, not a good shot at all. And way too early in the shot clock for it. Yeah. This is frustrating. I, I think it looked to me like Cal was not happy with it. I know he said something after the game about being okay with it, but he didn't look happy with it watching it. Well, I wasn't okay with it. So that should be no. enough. <laughs> he should not no. do it again. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, he's one of those guys just, he should just live at the 15-foot mark, and if somebody passes it to him, shoot it, and that's it. Because he dominated like that when we played at Kansas. I mean, that was yeah, but that's all he did was offense. That. Oh, that was the other big play was the alley-oop that he missed. That was a clean pass, and he just mishandled it because he tried to look down instead of securing the ball. And that was when we were, I think, up two at that point, and that was with like a minute, minute and a half left, I think. Um, so – it's it's just the five biggest plays of the game in the stretch were all him making a mistake. Yeah, and that's frustrating. How about Shibway though in that game? Thirty points and eighteen boards. Those are like insane numbers. Well, like, they should be, but it's kind of just natural for him. I know. Yeah, that's the crazy thing that it's you know no just like a normal day for him, and we say that mm-hmm. every time, but still, like thirty points, eighteen rebounds. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. nuts. Nobody does that. That doesn't make any sense. Nobody but him. Yeah. Well, he better win player of the year. I know they were talking about how apparently they already voted for player of the year or whatever. Um, but uh, but he he better win that because that those are just insane numbers. And still, I mean, I know we've said this before, but every time he has a game like this, which is basically every game, it makes you wonder, like, what was wrong with Bob Huggins at uh, West Virginia that he said that this kid didn't want to work or, like, badmouthed him on his way out? Yeah, you know, I know people give Huggins a bad thing about that. I mean, I don't know the situation. But it could easily be that he didn't work there, um, you know, just for whatever reason or something. He might not have been working hard, and then he got to Kentucky, and it just changed, and he did. I mean, it's not like just because just because he's working hard here doesn't necessarily mean he worked hard there. I mean, I would say he most likely did. Don't get me wrong. But it's not like a given. So Well, whatever he's doing here, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, do you think in these past two games, I know Mintz and uh, Ty Ty have been back, or not Mintz, uh, Wheeler and Ty Ty have been back. Um, 
do you do, do they look i guess the arkansas game and then also uh into our game that we played with Ole miss uh do they look like they've knocked the rest off or are they still a little uh i don't know step slow in these games i think i think the Ole miss game yes they were done, they were back to normal um the arkansas game definitely they were rusty though yeah. And I mean, that's what we need because it's March and we've got one game left, which is crazy. I mean, I, I know it's March, but still, it seems really weird that there's only one game left in the season, the regular season. Yeah. You know, I kind of heard them talking about on that other, that other podcast too. Um, you know, somebody said something about, I'm, I'm trying to stay attached for these last two games, but it's kind of hard. Like I, I don't have this big, like I didn't really care to, for the not I still watched it and I was still like wanted to win, but I didn't have this big, you know, draw to watch the Ole Miss game. I don't have it for the Florida game. I'm just ready for next week. Like I just want to watch the tournament play. We didn't get a tournament um the last two years for us. So I'm just ready. I'm ready to get back to the postseason play. I'm excited for it. Absolutely. Well and you'll get to be what we're gonna be the last team in the nation to start our uh conference tournament yeah. if we end up being a three seed because we yeah and that, that late that's game what sucked last night man it was it was one of those that the, Ar- the arkansas game was really going to bother me or the even the lsu game um because last night i was watching i watched part of the old miss or not the old miss the um, mississippi state mississippi state auburn game was watching that and then even the <clears throat> lsu arkansas game and lsu should have won and really uh mississippi state should have won and i kept thinking like man both these teams are going to win and it's going to be one of those, had we just beat Arkansas or LSU, we would be the number one seed in the SEC. Yep. Well, and more than that, when people were talking about when we lost to Arkansas and, like, the top six teams in the country all lost in the same night, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, that's good because then it didn't make us slide as much. But I don't know if I'm just being a pessimist, but I was thinking, no, like, that was the perfect opportunity for us. Oh, yeah, we would be number, two, one number seed. two in the country right now. Yeah, and we missed it because uh, we had a couple of boneheaded plays down at the end. But it seems like, I mean, the Ole Miss game, I think we looked pretty good. I mean, we didn't blow them out of the water or anything. But it seems like this team is good at refocusing after a loss. I don't know. You know, some people would say it's good to have a loss, you know, right before you go into – uh, the tournament and stuff like that. I feel like we've had enough losses. <laughs> we didn't need any yeah. more. Um, but maybe, you know, that's part of it to get them refocused as they go into this uh, SEC tournament and then the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I didn't – I don't know. To me, I think that's one of those – I think a lot of good teams would lose there. Um, I think they they played them tough on the road to be down like they were early and to fight back, get a lead, and kind of hang in there. To me, I was more impressed with that loss than I was with the win overall miss or anything. Um, I just think they showed a lot of fight. But have you seen the latest uh, projections for the SEC tournament, by the way? Uh, I've seen Not- that we need to win. Well, we need to win Saturday. I know it's, you know, saying that we're not super motivated to watch the game, but we need to win Saturday or else we'd slip to a four seed instead of a three in the SEC. Yeah, I don't really mind the four seed, though, honestly. Like, I I don't know. I would like to see Auburn in the championship game, but I don't You're going to play me the way, so what's yeah. the matter? Can, can I ask you, though, because isn't it also true that we still have an outside chance at a one seed? How is that? Like, how does all of that so make sense together where we could be a four seed 
or we could be, we're going to be a three seed at worst a four seed. And in the NCAA tournament, we're likely to be a two seed and maybe could be a one seed. I don't, I don't understand because that. Word. We have, because we have no bad losses. Our losses okay. are to, if you look at our losses, they're to, uh, they're all quad one losses. It's uh, Duke on a neutral court. They're a top five team. Um, you have Arkansas, who's top 15 on their floor. LSU, LSU's probably going to be our worst loss, and they're still going to be a tournament team most likely. Yeah. Um, and then you have Notre Dame, who's going to be a tournament team. And then who else? We lost to Tennessee, who's top 15. Um, and Auburn. Auburn, who's top five. So two of your however many losses are a top five program. Two other ones are a top 15 program. They're all going to be one, twos, or four seeds yep. and a six seed probably. I mean, you've got a lot. You see, we have no bad losses. We have a lot of really good wins. Baylor's going to – or Gonzaga's going to be a number one for sure. Um, I think Auburn is going to – well, I think Arizona's going to be one. Those two are set. I don't think we're going to get a number one seed. We'd have to beat Auburn. Uh, we'd have to beat Florida and then beat Auburn in the championship, and then that may give us the edge on them. But then we know that that championship um, game doesn't change anything anyway. Well, I think – so what, I, what I've heard, and I've, I've known this – watched it before, it only matters for the one and two seeds. It doesn't matter for the rest of the, oh, okay. the rest of the brackets. Because there was a year we, we beat Florida, and they were ranked the last three seed, and we were the first four seed Yeah, um, in the big dance. But I think it's one of those that hold it out just because there is a difference in the one and the two more so because um, you get the, it can move you regions basically. Yeah. Um, I think that determines it. So it just depends. I think I think if Duke wins out, they're going to be ahead of us. If Auburn wins out, obviously they're going to be ahead of us because they would beat us or be better than us. I think Arizona gets it. What helps is Kansas losing the other night to TCU. That helped. Mm-hmm. Um, it would probably be good if Baylor and or Kansas didn't win the Big Twelve, but I think they're the only two that can. So there's a chance, but if you look at the one thing that may be good or bad, however you want to look at it, if you look at the bracket as of right now, Kentucky gets. I don't like one. I don't like what our first game would most likely be, just because it's hard to win three times. But we get Alabama would play the winner of Georgia and Vanderbilt, which somehow Vanderbilt is 11 seed and Georgia is a 14 seed. I feel like Georgia is better. Than, I thought Vanderbilt was like not awful, but apparently they're not. So, anyways. Most likely your first game is against Alabama. I'm not a big fan of playing them because we've already beat them twice, and it's hard to beat somebody three times. So I don't like that. And then we get the winner. We probably would get Tennessee the second game, which I'm cool with that one. And then you get the winner of Arkansas, Auburn, and LSU at the other half. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So you, at this so point, we just got to win you're games. Get, <laughs> you're right, but if you think about it, you know, trying to get to that next spot, you're going to play Alabama, who I think is a six seed in the tournament right now. Tennessee, who's a four seed. So you're going to beat, you're going to play at least one ranked team and then plus, an, a, you know, another tournament team. Who's Duke going to play that's going to get them any kind of love? There's nobody in ACC. The ACC is awful. So that's just going to help your quad one wins to move you up ahead of everybody, basically. Yeah. Well, I just – I don't know. It, it still seemed weird to me. Your explanation makes sense. But the fact that we're going to be a three or four seed in the SEC tournament and then still in play for maybe a one but probably a two seed in the NCAA, it's just weird how that ends up. Yeah. Well, our, our strength of schedule is really good, too. We're, like, top five in the country. 
Yeah. You wouldn't think that with a non-conference, but. But a lot, I mean, we played almost all the best teams in the SEC multiple times, so that'll, yeah. that'll do it. Yep. So uh, what uh, what are your expectations going into the SEC tournament? I know we'll have, I guess, next week to talk oh, about the uh, uh, NCAA tournament. But what what would be success and what would be a disappointment in the SEC tournament? Winning is the only thing that matters in the SEC tournament. Okay. Well, great. Hopefully, we're, we'll do we're Kentucky. We don't we don't take anything other than winning. Very true. Very true. What um what do you think our prospects are in the NCAA tournament as it stands right now? Do you think uh, we're still a national championship contender as we've got Wheeler and Washington uh, shaking the rest off and coming back into the regular rotation? Oh yeah, I, I think absolutely. Um, uh, I think I think we're. If you ask me, we're one of the top five teams that have a chance to win the title. Um, you know, you throw in Arizona, Gonzaga, Duke, and then I guess throw in Auburn, I guess, could win. You know, those teams, I think, all are there that could win it. So, I think we're right there. I, I would I would like to stay out of certain teams' brackets, mainly Duke and Gonzaga, just because I don't want to play them until the Final Four. But there's other teams I wouldn't be fond of. But I think we're right there with everybody. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, I'm hoping for a Final Four run, and then once you get there, you never know. So we shall see. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think anything outside of an Elite Eight would be a disappointment for this team. Yeah. I think that's that's the level we're at. I agree. I agree. I was trying to think what else is going on in the uh, Kentucky universe. I guess just that we have we a, a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, offensive coordinator who I don't know the name of. Do you know his name? <laughs> I can't pronounce it. Okay, well, but he's going to be great, I'm sure. Apparently, he was like uh, off the radar hire. He was the quarterback coach at the Jets, or what was it? Maybe no, he was uh, with the 49ers. With the Niners, okay. Well, anyway, uh, but apparently reached out to Kentucky, uh, interested in the job and wanting to work with Levis. So that's exciting, and hopefully we can have a uh, high-powered offense again. Mm -hmm. Well, I think – I saw that uh, the new, him and his offensive line coach is coming over uh, from the 49ers as well. Um, I, I saw that they said that they're going to keep the same terminology, which I think is cool. They're going to change their normal terminology to the terminology of what Liam Cohen had just so that the players are all with the same stuff and everything, which is pretty cool. That makes sense. Um, it's a similar system anyways that they run. But I think that's big because that means our our star players can you can get deeper into the offense now because you're basically keeping Liam Cohen almost kind of sort of so I think I think they're set up for a big year. Very true. I uh, it's I it's so being around for a lot of the games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's very exciting now that we're good in uh, multiple sports. That football is oh, yeah. uh, up to. Uh, I don't know. Can, even just, I know they're we're not going to win ten games every year. Although we're, we've got a pretty good clip of it in the yeah, last yeah. four. But I just really enjoy the fact that we're competitive in every game, and even when like we're we're competitive enough to where we can even talk ourselves into we're going to play with Georgia whenever we play Georgia. And this year we played with them for a half. So I mean that's pretty good. All right. Well, since we're on the subject of it, you're going to go ahead and pick wins. I'll pick wins. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I got the schedule pulled up. You're going to say wins or losses. Okay, I'm ready. 
Okay, I'm assuming you think we're going to beat Miami of Ohio. Absolutely. They're a bunch of schmucks. At Florida. Uh, win. Swamp is nothing. Youngstown State, the Northern Illinois wins. Could be difficult, but I think we'll squeak by. At Ole Miss. Win. That one's going to be tricky, I think. Depends on who their quarterback is. Uh, home for South Carolina. Win. Home for Mississippi State. Win. At Rocky Top. Mm. <laughs> really you're gonna pause <laughs> i just is that just because we always lose to them? we seem to lose to tennessee a lot <laughs> <laughs> we lost to florida a lot more yeah but florida is kind of downhill currently i know tennessee right, so is not great either. i think loss all right at missouri win home for vandy win home for georgia loss at or home for louisville Win. That's 10 wins. Yeah. I think, honestly, though, we'll probably either lose at Florida or at Old Miss if those were the two because, you know, I think whatever. We're all of them. But I've got 10 and two. Pretty, pretty good. Hopefully we can keep that up. Yeah. Um, it was cool, though. Did you see What's the your video? expectations? Oh, good. Uh, well, I was just going to ask did you see the video of uh, Chris Oates um, standing up. up a couple of times? I did. That's pretty cool to Crazy see. Crazy to think that somebody like him, you know, you had all that athleticism and just chiseled like a rock, and then I don't even know what happened. You snap your fingers, and life's like that for him now. It's sad, but it's pretty cool to see him standing up. Yeah, and to have, I don't know, that fight in him to, to want to try to yeah. continue to go down that road. And you're right, just to know that life can change in an instant and uh you yeah. never know what's around the next corner and that can be a scary thing but it's also uh just part of life unfortunately yeah well any other thoughts on anything uh kentucky sports for us to discuss before we sign off here steven nope just excited for the tournament coming up ready to get it started it's march it's the most wonderful time of the year it's my favorite time of the year and finally get to have it back. Yep. Yep. Well, I had a blast, Steven. I hope you did too. Thanks for joining. Yep. Sounds good. See you next time. Yeah. And to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the big blue brothers podcast. Join us next week for sure. I think as we uh, break down Kentucky's road, hopefully to the final four and it'll be great. Hopefully we'll uh, be winning the sec tournament afterwards as well. Uh, and until then we'll see you next time. Toodles.